Day 11. The Seven Voyages of Sinbad the Sailor In the times of the Caliph Harun al-Rashid, there lived in Baghdad a poor porter named Hindbad, who, on a very hot day, was sent to carry a heavy load from one end of the city to the other. Before he had accomplished half the distance, he was so tired that, finding himself in a quiet street where the pavement was sprinkled with the rose water and a cool breeze was blowing, he set his burden upon the ground and sat down to rest in the shade of a grand house. Very soon, he decided that he could not have chosen a pleasant place. Within the palace, he heard some music. As of many instruments cunningly played, and the melodious warble of nightingales and other birds, and by this, and the appetizing smell of many dainty dishes, of which he presently became aware, he judged that feasting and merrymaking were going on. He wondered who lived in this magnificent house, which he had never seen before, the street in which he seldom had occasion to pass. To satisfy his curiosity, he went up to some splendidly dressed servants who stood at the door, and asked one of them the name of the master of the mansion. What? replied he. Do you live in Baghdad, and do not know that here lives the noble Sindbad the sailor, that famous traveller who sailed over every sea upon which the sun shines? The porter, who had often heard people speak of the wealth of Sinbad, could not help feeling envious of him. Casting his eyes up to the sky, he exclaimed aloud, Consider, mighty creator of all things, the differences between Sinbad's life and mine. Every day I suffer a thousand hardships and misfortunes, and have hard work to get enough bread to keep myself and my family alive while the lucky Sinbad spends money right and left and lives upon the fat of the land. What has he done that you should give him this pleasant life? What have I done to deserve so hard a fate? Just at that moment a servant came out of the palace, and taking him by the arm said, Come with me, the noble Sinbad, my master, wishes to speak to you. Hinbad was not a little surprised at this summons, and feared that his unguarded words might have drawn upon him the displeasure of Sinbad. So he tried to excuse himself upon the pretext that he could not leave the burden. However, the lackey promised him that it should be taken care of, and urged him to obey the call. He followed the servant into a vast room, where a great company was seated round a table, covered with all sorts of delicacies. In the place of honor sat a tall, grave man whose long white beard gave him a venerable air. Behind his chair stood a crowd of attendants eager to minister to his wants. This was the famous Sinbad himself. The porter, more than ever alarmed at the sight of so much magnificence, tremblingly saluted, the noble company, Sinbad making a sign to him to approach, caused him to be seated at his right hand, 
and himself heaped choice morsels upon his plate, and poured out for him a draught of excellent wine, and presently, when the banquet drew to a close, spoke to him familiarly, asking his name and occupation. My lord, replied the porter, I am called Hinbad. I'm glad to see you here, continued Sinbad, and I will answer for the rest of the company that they are equally pleased. But I wish you to tell me what it was that you said just now in the street. For Sinbad, passing by the open window before the feast began, had heard his complaint, and therefore had sent for him. At this question, Hinbad was covered with confusion, and hanging down his head replied, My lord, I confess that I uttered indiscreet words which I pray you to pardon me. Oh, replied Sinbad, do not imagine that I am so unjust as to blame you. On the contrary, I understand your situation and can pity you. Only you appear to be mistaken about me, and I wish to set you right. You imagine that I have acquired all the wealth and luxury that you see me enjoy without difficulty or danger, but this is far from being the case. I have only reached this happy state after having suffered every possible kind of toil and danger for years. I assure you that my adventures have been strange enough to deter even the greediest men from seeking wealth by traversing the seas. Since you have perhaps heard but confused accounts of my seven voyages and the dangers and wonders that I have met with by sea and land, I will now give you a full and true account of them, which I think you will be well pleased to hear. As Sinbad was relating his adventures chiefly on account of the porter, he ordered, before beginning his tale, the burden which had been left in the street should be carried by some of his own servants to the place for which Hinbad had set out at first, while he remained to listen to the story. <laughs>